Welcome to the Film Coterie. I'm Roger. And I'm Adam. And this is episode 87, our Star Wars Rise of Skywalker edition. This is the spoiler-free edition. So yes. you're, you're welcome to listen to this. We're just going to give our general impressions. We will not spoil anything you haven't seen in the trailer. We won't really even spoil the trailer that much. This is just so you can get a general impression of how we like the movie and where maybe we would slot it in in the overall hierarchy of the Star Wars films. Absolutely. We've just driven 100 miles, come back from Cincinnati for the special press review only and the, where they confiscate your phones and all that good stuff. And Disney snipers. Uh, yep. As we're recording this, we're still under an embargo. So this will not be released. We're releasing it after the embargo. <laughs> this will not be released until after the embargo. But um, yeah, we're just going to kind of give our general impressions. But before we do that, Let's just kind of talk about this series as a whole. So in case somebody's just listening to us for the first time or just kind of hopping on board, Adam, why don't you explain a little bit about where have you been with the Star Wars series? This is the ninth film started in 1977 all the way up through kind of where have you been, especially this last set of three films, where have you landed? Okay. So I first got into Star Wars as a child with the toys. I was born in 81. So I was at the tail end. Return of the Jedi came out. I was still too young to go to the theater. So I, I had the toys at home from garage sales. I played with them. I saw the movies on, on the small screen. Loved them. My first theatrical experiences beyond the special editions were the prequels. They came out when I was in high school and college. Right. And now I'm an adult, and the current trilogy and the anthology films are coming out. Yep. And I'm just a little bit older than you, and so... I was able, actually, the very first film I ever saw in a actual real cinema was Star Wars A New Hope. So um, I saw all, all three of them when they released into the theater. Uh, I was 7, 10, and 13 <laughs> uh, when those were released. So they were very formidable experiences in my movie-going life. I never dreamed they would do any more of those films. You know, George Lucas for years said... Oh, we'll never do them, or they can't be done, and all this stuff. And then we got the prequels, and I, I was pretty greatly disappointed in them, to yes. be honest with you. You know, <clears throat> um, I'm one of the few peoples that uh, that can find some redeeming things from the prequels, as far as you know, some things I did like about them, but overall, just was disappointed with how they were done and how the force was treated and some of that stuff. And here we are, all these years later, and now we're getting, we get seven, eight, and nine. Um, I did not really like seven that much at all. I thought it was a retread of A New Hope. I thought it was a lot of fan service, a lot of wink, wink. Very disappointed in J.J. Abrams, number seven. And I liked number eight. I thought Ryan Johnson, I know some people hated that one, but I liked the number eight. I thought it took some challenge. It, it did some things that were good, very well-crafted cinema, put together greatly. And so here we go, episode nine, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, so for me in the new trilogy, I actually liked episode seven. This felt to me like Abrams was in his Star Trek mode, where he was able to repackage, you know, young, enthusiastic actors and sell the fun. It's not the perfect Star Wars movie. I find episode seven to be a lot of fun. Eight, I really liked. Um, it's the highlight of the series for me. And you'll have to see what I think about episode nine here as we get into it. Yep, absolutely. So with that in mind, um, we're big we're big Star Wars fans. We we like Star Wars. We won't apologize about that. We're big Disney fans. We love we all have Disney Plus. We're loving Mandalorian. I mean, you know, we're kind of all in here. Um, 
And so we come to episode nine, and I have to say, um, wow, it, it's it's uh, it's a mixed bag for me overall. Did I like the I liked the bones of the movie? Yes, absolutely. I'm a big fan of of um, Ray and Ren and their storyline, uh, but there's also a lot of things about this movie that was kind of like roll your eyes or ugly at times. Um, but I, I, from my perspective, overall, I'm going to be positive on the film. So I did like I did like number I did like episode nine. I'm going on the record officially here. Um, probably would hit about three and a half out of five stars for me. Three, three and a half, somewhere in there. Um, and it hit some. And when we get into the spoiler cast, I, I can explain the things I really liked about it and how that won me over eventually. But it does have some warts in it as well. And I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I did not like episode nine. Um, I didn't really find anything enjoyable about it. I really struggled. And the lows are pretty low. Um, to me, this feels all over again, like J.J. between Star Trek and Star Trek Into Darkness. To me, this felt like Into Darkness, where it was a retreat on almost every level from his first film in the series. So that's kind of where we fell. Um, there's, you know, I think it, there's scenes that are really pretty in this film. I mean, it's it's very well shot in some areas. Um, you know, the score is the score. You get John Williams back on board doing, doing the music. In a cameo. I'm pretty sure I spot him as a bartender. Yeah, maybe so. I I was wondering if that if that if there's a cameo of him, um, and there was another cameo in as well. Did you catch uh, the one of the other pilots? No. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Is that a spoiler for me to say that? Yeah, we probably shouldn't. Okay. get into that. But yeah. I won't get into that. But I think there's. Let's just say there's going at, without spoiling anything. You know, there's going to be a space battle at some point in time. It's in the trailer. Yeah, there may be one toward the end of the film. Oh, I know who you're talking about. And I think there was a cameo of one of the pilots that was in that as well. So, uh, very enjoyable. Um, was there any real surprises that jumped out to you, Adam? Not really. Out of all the three films, this is the most straightforward one. Um, in typical J.J. Abrams fashion, this is very much a side quest movie. Um, it kicks off almost immediately with a side quest, and that derives all of the action. Yeah. He loves the MacGuffin. And you're going to get that here again. There's an object, something that has to be done, found, accomplished yeah, and to, that's, fu to fulfill the story. That's what the characters are after, and that drives all the action. Um, the characters are together. You'll see that in the trailer. I think that's an improvement. Um, they did go their separate ways, and it, it Last Jedi suffered a little bit for it. But like Empire Strikes Back, sometimes I think it's necessary to get the characters on their own. Yeah, but they're all back together in this one for the majority of the adventure. Yep, um, I, I'll say that I really liked again um, Ray's story and uh, and Kylo Ren's story, and I liked what they did with it. I like where it ended up, and I like how it finished. Um, any thoughts that direction with you, Adam? Or are you, you gonna you know, eh, you know? No, I mean that's the highlight if there is one of this new trilogy is, is Kylo and Ray. Um, one of the things we should definitely talk about is Carrie Fisher. That was a big question for me going yes. into this film. They announced they were only using old footage from specifically force awakens. Yes. I didn't know how well this would mesh in if the scenes would, would be awkward or trying to really force a dialogue. And I'll say this, it's mainly seamless. I, I thought it was very seamless. There was one scene 
um, of her where it was just a quick shot of her walking away that looked like stock footage to me. And there's probably some body doubles for you know? the conversations. Yeah. But other than that, I think they did a masterful job of including her in this yeah. third film. And that was an unfair hand they were dealt. I mean, this was supposed to be her film. We'll get more into it in the spoiler cast. I think there's some other characters filling her role throughout the film. But I don't think the film suffers as much as it could have with her loss. Yeah. I think they handled it pretty well. Yeah. So, but overall, I, I, I'm very positive on the film. Uh, I was I was moved and touched. I, I'm a I'm a Star Wars, and and I don't mean to say this that Adam is heartless and doesn't have no. a heart at all. But I'm just saying for me, I, I just I love the mysticism of the Force, the light versus the dark, the good versus the evil, and and there were two or three moments in the film that really tugged at my heart. And that's all I can ask for. I, I can overlook the warts to get to those really feel-good moments for me. Okay. Now, people ask, is this a fitting conclusion to the arc, the nine movies? I don't think there is one. The, the trilogies don't feel too cohesive to me. I don't feel like the prequels really tie into the original trilogy all that much. They're their own beasts. Yeah. I've never thought of it as a huge... This is like an ongoing saga. Yeah, this is just another part of it. I don't feel like this is a capstone to everything that came before. Right. That feels really forced if it's trying to be. So... No, I, I would agree. This I, was an yeah. okay ending for this trilogy, but I don't feel like it was a very fitting end if you're going to look at Star Wars as these nine essential movies. Yeah. There, it's even more lackluster. Yep, absolutely. Uh, any other thoughts as far as generalities? Um... Performances are all good. Yeah, you know, the main cast, they're good actors. And good that's actors. all we can ask for after we yeah. suffered through the prequels. We yeah. were just talking about how bad some of the acting is in the prequels. We're I mean, lucky. Adam Driver is super, yeah. he's great. And Daisy Ridley, I think, is very solid. Um, John Boyega is great. I mean, it's good, you know. Uh, I think he was better. I actually thought he was better in this one than he was the, the second one. He about put me to sleep in that one. But um, I thought I'm much more improved in that dimension. Um, but without getting into spoilers, um, there's some real ugliness in this at, at times that where you kind of wince and you're like, okay, fan service or whatever, you know, but for overall, I'm, 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 I'm going to recommend three and a half stars for me. Thumbs up. Uh, I really, really liked it. And it's a good, um, a good conclusion to the trilogy for me. Okay. Um, I didn't care for it. Um, I'm going to see it again on opening night. I mean, things may change where I'm just in this funny place. Cause when I walked out of last Jedi, I was really uncertain. I didn't like it. I didn't hate it. I was in this weird metal ground. And when I went back to see it, I, I got more positive and I saw it again. I got even more positive on it here. I left really quite negative. So I don't know that anything's going to fix that, but we'll see. Maybe things will grow on me or maybe it'll might sour even more upon closer yeah. inspection. I, yeah. I just don't know. Absolutely. Well, that's going to wrap it up for just our quick preview of our, our, our quick review of um, Rise of Skywalker. And uh, we're going to also record a spoiler cast, but you're not going to get that one probably till next week sometime. Probably. We want you to see it. And then yeah, you we can want check you out to the spoiler see it. Cast so. and you'll get our full in-depth take on the movie. Absolutely. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Film Coterie podcast. Uh, how can folks reach out and start a conversation with us? If you've seen it, you know, you want to chat with us a little bit about it, how they reach us. We're all over social media. If you just look for at Film Coterie, that's our handle on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Awesome. And we have some special stuff coming up by the end of the year. You know, we have our top 10 list, and then we're also going to do a special 
best 10 films of the decade. This is the yeah. end of the, what do they call these, the teens? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the name for this decade. <laughs> the first one was the aughts, and these are, I don't know, the teens maybe. I don't know. But anyway, we've got we've got to pick 10, the 10 best films, and I'm sure that's going to spark some great debate yes. between the two of us. So I imagine our list is going to look... Okay, let's just make a prediction right now on this. On this, how many crossovers do you think we'll have in our ten films for the decade? For the decade, four. I'm going to say two. Okay, I think it's going to be a little bit more diverse than what we think. Could yep. be wrong, but you know, we'll see. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this week's edition of the Film Cuttery Podcast. We'll see you next time.